Inflation wipes off the economic gains made by Ghana post-COVID-19. From over 1,000 cities and 126 countries, KI Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC. INM Bank Rwanda, we are on your side. Inflation has wiped off the economic gains Ghana has made post-COVID-19. According to the World Bank, high inflation, low public revenue and the aftermath of COVID-19 has battered the economy, leaving Ghanaians vulnerable as low-income households have been pushed into poverty and are food insecure. This comes after the Central Bank Monetary Policy Committee raised the benchmark lending rate by 50 basis points to 30% to curb inflation. Ondir Oganga, analyst with the K-Financial, filed the Reports. The World Bank estimates that 850,000 Ghanaians were pushed into poverty in 2022. The institution attributes the rise in poverty to record level inflation and increase in prices of basic goods and services. Inflation has been on the rise in Ghana over the last year, hitting a record high of 54% in December of 2022, in contrast to 12.6% recorded in December of 2021. Inflation coupled with high energy cost, low public revenue and COVID-19-related spending pressures saw the economy enter a full-blown crisis after having rebounded from COVID-19 slowdown in 2021 and Ghanaians are paying the price. I would spend maybe 250 cities on transport. Then after things started increasing, transport fares and stuff, I would uh, now spend maybe like uh, 400, 450. So that actually made me move because um, rent is almost like the same price. I came to buy fish and because of the price, I'm asking, please, please reduce it. And she's not reducing it. And I think I cannot buy, so I'm going. Because I'm having a citizen. She said six citizens and I cannot afford it. As a young person, you can't save for anything in, in this world. Like You take your salary, it's never enough. If sometimes you have to go and borrow to support yourself throughout the month, it's 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 terrible, and um, it's as if um, it wouldn't be changed. That's how we we look at it. Because prices go up, they never come down. We are in Ghana. We all know this. It, it keeps it just keeps going up, and it's not like anybody is going to do anything about it. Low income households were the most affected by the economic decline, as the World Bank estimates that the poorest. 20% lost 15.5% of their purchasing power. Based on DIA October 2022 Africa Pulse report, since January 2022, food prices for Ghana have gone up by 122%, the highest in Africa, with 823,000 locals left food insecure. We know that poor people spend a higher fraction of their incomes on food. So when food prices are rising, Ordinarily, you would think that, you know, many poor people should be net producers of food. So they would have benefited. But if you look at the pricing structure of food in this country, you know, when food prices are rising, it doesn't necessarily mean that the producers of food are the ones receiving the higher prices. Mm. Because of the pricing structure, you know, people are going to buy from the farm gate at lower prices and then come and add transportation costs. And then the middle women and middlemen are the ones who tend to benefit a lot more. 
To curb runaway inflation, the government of Ghana through the central bank has been raising monetary rates. The committee raised the benchmark rate by 250 basis points, increasing lending to 27%. On the 24th of July 2023, the Central Bank Monetary Policy Committee announced an increased policy rate by adjusting key lending rates by 50 basis points to 30% to curb inflation. Although inflation is expected to decline in the near term, baseline forecasts show a slightly higher elevated profile in the year ahead, which, if not contained, could embed in underlying inflationary pressures. It is important that policy responds appropriately and decisively to prevent these risks from becoming embedded and consequently derail the disinflation process. In the committee's assessment, risks to the inflation profile are judged to be elevated driven by second-round effects of food prices. Inflation has persistently hovered around 42% throughout the second quarter of 2023, even though central bank financing has been eliminated in the first six months of the year. Ghana's macroeconomic framework requires decisive tightening from both the fiscal and monetary side to anchor inflation expectations firmly on the declining path. However, Dr. John Kwache, Director of Research at Institute of Economic Affairs, says over-reliance on monetary policy hikes to curb inflation is ineffective. We rely on uh, a monetary policy framework that um, essentially focuses on controlling demand, demand pressures in the economy. But what we have come to realize is that our inflation is also determined, um, um, you know, to a large extent by supply and cost factors. And this, uh, we've been talking about food, uh, we'll be a fuel, the, the importance of fuel in driving our inflation, transportation, and then, then of course, the exchange rate. So you cannot uh, use the Bank of Ghana policy rate alone you know, to just manage demand. You have to address the supply factors also. With the negative effects expected to continue to batter the economy and affect locals, as inflation is well above 40%, the World Bank is calling on government intervention. Among the measures the bank suggests include investment in agricultural research and technology, promotion of access to credit amongst farmers, and reduction of market distortion. A quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Naira appreciated slightly against the US dollar on the investors and exporters window a day after the local currency recorded a sharp fall on the sport market. According to data, Posted on the FMDQ website where Forex is officially traded, the Naira closed at 791 to a dollar at the official market. The gains represent a 0.62 or 0.08% appreciation from 792.04. Forex turnover within the segment also increased marginally by 4.2%. The Forex supply climbed from 49.46 million US dollars to 51.55 million dollars at the close of business. And a quick trip around Africa, rising input costs, multiple excise 
tax increases and currency depreciation. So East African Bureau's limited profit dropped by 12% in the year ended June 30th. The firm's financial results show that the Bureau's earnings shrunk to 12 billion Kenya shillings, despite posting a net sale of 109 billion Kenya shillings, similar to what it recorded in the previous year. EABL's group volumes were down 7% year-on-year, as sales were impacted by sluggish consumer spending as effects of the tough macroeconomic environment and regulatory disruptions took a toll on depletions. Net sales in Kenya declined 4%, with excise tax escalation impacting the price-sensitive mainstream segment. The trading environment in Kenya also impacted performance, particularly trade distractions leading to county-led bar closures. However, the premium spirit segment proved resilient, registering double-digit growth. Uganda continued its encouraging half-year growth trajectory, closing at 17% growth, aided by pricing benefits and modest volume growth. Tanzania, on the other hand, registered a modest growth of 1% as the market continues to adjust to price increases taken earlier in the year. Zimbabwe's annual consumer inflation is sharply to 101.3% in July of 2023 from a nearly two-and-a-half-year high of 175.8% in June, helped by the appreciation of the Zimbabwean dollar. On a monthly basis, prices fell by 15.3%, marking the slowest reading since at least 2009 due to 53% rebound in the local currency against the greenback amid new rules that require corporate taxes to be settled in the local unit and the loosening of foreign exchange controls. The Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe raised its key lending rate on June 6th by 10 percentage points to 150% in a bid to tame cost growth. Also, the central bank stopped short of free-falling of the Zimbabwean dollar to reduce volatility and erase the gap between the official and black market rates. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good morning, Africa. It's Adak of The K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at Ruth Adon. Oh,